0: Why don't you stand to your feet as we go to the word of the Lord. I'm so happy you're here. It's a blessing and an honor to share this service with you. Just know that no matter who comes today, no matter who's here, you're welcome at our table. Amen. Well, you may not want to clap when I say the next thing. That doesn't dictate that I change what's on the menu. I'm going to share with you what I feel the Lord gave me, no matter who's here. I think the Lord, that he knows who would be here. And you're in the right place today. I want you to know that. You are God-ordained to be here today. And I want to talk to you a little bit about the leading of the Lord. The leading of the Lord. And we're going to go to a very famous psalm. It's funny that Spirit Life Reese was in Psalms today, and I was also directed to the Psalms, my brother. Um, and I just want to probably speak to you very shortly, maybe not, who knows. Um, I'll try to be quick. We should be done in three hours. <laughs> the People that are saying, praise the Lord, you can stay for three hours, we'll go, you just pray. We're going to lunch, sorry. The zealous ones, Psalms 23. How many know it by heart? Amen, some of the quizzers may know it. The Lord is my shepherd, most prolific Psalm on the planet Earth. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Notice that whenever you're exhausted, the Lord may come and make you lie down and rest. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Why still waters? Because sheep are afraid of running water. Did you know that? So he gets in the water, opens his cloak, and creates an eddy of still water. and says, come drink. He has the best things for us. Amen. He restoreth my soul. Only Jesus can restore your soul. And the church said... He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Notice that fear is handled by the Lord being with you. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. There are some things you will have blessed into your life that you will not get unless your enemies are present thou anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life oh hallelujah and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever thank you Jesus for your word thank you for the comfort it brings our soul bless us today as we delve as we step into this beautiful psalm in Jesus name and thereby said amen You may be seated. I am not a political preacher. I preach the word of God only. So if any of this sounds political, it's not. Just say, it's it's not. It's not that. Also, I am not here to impress you with my Bible knowledge. I'm here to help somebody choose Jesus Christ and him alone. Amen? And so I want you to know that when we're talking about leading of the Lord, I was led to this sermon by just the simple fact that is it me, maybe you, is it me, or is there a serious lack of human souls asking the question, what does this lead to? Anybody? Oh, it's quiet in the church. Jesus, they didn't like that one. We're dealing with so many effects of sin. Would you agree with that? We're dealing with the great granddaughter effect, which is simply that sin has produced generation after generation. My parents took their kids out of church and put them into sports. And they started having sports events on Sunday. And then they built around that at the church because, of course, we want people saved. So we started a Saturday night service and other things that happened in order to deal with the loss of the church the church, and now we have the unchurched that have come to the point of having grandchildren, and some of them don't even know who Jesus is. And it is a travesty that they don't know the greatest thing that ever happened on planet Earth. But I'm praying through media, and I'm praying through social uh, channels that there still is a message out there. Regardless of how tainted or watered down we may say it is in other areas, I still believe that Jesus can get through if he wants to get through. Does anybody wanna believe that with me? Sin and its effects on generations can cause layers of trouble. Amen? It can cause you to be bound in sins upon sins. And in in the point, at, at some point, you don't even recognize it's sin anymore. You can be led by the ungodly things in your life so long that you don't even see the ropes anymore of deception. And we can, brothers and sisters, like sheep go astray. And I hate the analogy of sheep because when Jesus says he's a good shepherd, or even in Hebrews thirteen twenty, when he He says, I'm the great shepherd. He's saying that we are all like sheep. We will go astray unless we have Jesus as our shepherd. Would anybody agree to that? And so even though there's a breakdown in our society, if we preach Jesus, we preach the answer. If we preach Jesus, we preach what leads people. I cannot lead you to salvation, but I can lead you to Jesus and he can save you, amen. I call on that salvation in this house today because I believe that he is the God who can still handle sin, who can still break chains, who can still separate people from their lives of sin. I still believe in a God who has power, that Jesus is still relevant in 2021, amen that the church is not less victorious than it ever was. In fact, the church in the first century was, was pressed and shaken and, and persecuted by those in, in, in government. But I guess you can say that if, if we were going to do anything today, we need to lift Jesus up. Not where we are in society, not where we are in, in, in the grace or church age, but we need to lift up Jesus higher than anything else. Because if he's lifted up, he can break every chain. Amen? So we call out a separation from the world unto God. And He cuts out the roots and cuts off the ropes that keep us. Amen? It's easy for us to see that. We're dealing with people and friends and family, and I love them dearly, but they come to me and they're like, Pastor, I don't know what to do in this situation. And I look at it and I really see an onion that has to be peeled. Like they're trying to deal with this situation, but they have all these other things that they have to deal with first before they can ever remedy that situation. I'm like, Pastor, where's the answer to this? And I have to take them back to John 1, 1 John 2 and 16, and I have to tell them for everything in this world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, or the lust Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. That literally I have to teach people to break down all the symptoms of sin in their life back to the root of sin in their life, which is either the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, or the pride of life. If I can get them to break it down to that, then I can get them to cut the ropes that are holding them. Amen? I get them to break the chains that hold their life. And so then again, I'm not dealing with symptoms, but I'm actually giving them Jesus the root. OF ALL HEALING. SO THE POINTS I HAVE TO GIVE YOU IS JESUS IS MY SHEPHERD. THOUGH THERE'S A CHANCE TO BE LED BY THINGS AND THERE'S A CHANCE TO BE CONFUSED AND YOU DON'T KNOW, YOU DON'T KNOW YOU'RE DECEIVED UNTIL YOU GET OUT OF THE DECEPTION AND LOOK BACK AT IT, AMEN? And the greatest prayer you can pray as a Christian is, Lord, do not let me be deceived. You need to pray that every single day over your life. Pray it over your children. Not only plead the blood of Jesus, but plead that God would keep you from being deceived because he'll give you that Holy Spirit strength that is a spirit of truth, brothers and sisters. It is a spirit of truth, and it will help you not to be deceived. It'll help you point out the places where there may be lust in your flesh the places where you might have lust of the eyes, and the places where you might have the pride of life, where you're being led or pulled along by something that should not have your destiny, amen? Your destiny was meant to be designed by God Almighty, by the divine. You should not be designed or designing your future by mistakes or sins or lust of the flesh or lust of the eyes or the pride of life. Sarah, would you come help me with this illustration? Being a former youth pastor, I use illustrations. Forgive me. Just a little grace here. Can I get a little grace? All right, all right, all right. And would you put that around your waist and just make that a belt, and it will cinch. And so what we see is, it's very designer, yes, thank you. This is, new. This is a new Yves Saint Laurent belt. <laughs> Notice I said it correctly. No, Yves Saint Laurent I have French in my background. So, no, I don't. Yes, you're right, I do not. I have Choctaw, Chickataw. my baby, she's a Choctaw. Wait, isn't that a country song way back? No. Anyways, I apologize. Holy Ghost, come on back. I get to choose what leads me. Now, while I hate being a sheep, I hate being a sheep. I'll just tell you, all right, I don't like that Jesus says we're like sheep because sheep are the most helpless animals on planet Earth. They have no defense mechanism. This is just fact, okay? This is, I don't even need Bible to prove this. They have no defense mechanism. The only thing they have is to run and they don't even run fast. It's all they got. It's all they're working with. And sheep are easily led astray. They're just led astray anywhere that, Anywhere that little, little noise, little noise, they'll all run up against a fence and and huddle against a fence in a snowstorm. Literally, they don't have the the ability to make their own decisions, even make good decisions. And I don't like that because whenever someone says, you're just a sheeple, I'm like, come at me, bro. We'll find out, you know? And I'm not arrogant. I'm not at all in any way prideful. I'm just like, I'll scratch, I'll claw, I'll forget your mama ever had you. I'll, I MEAN, Y'ALL DON'T KNOW, BUT you, YOU THREATEN ONE OF MY KIDS, YOU'LL FIND OUT HOW FAR I CAN THROW THIS STAND. YOU KNOW, I'M, I'm JUST SAYING, I, I'M NOT A SOFT, I'M NOT AN EASY KILL. AND I JUST, I DON'T KNOW WHERE THIS SHEEPLE THING FITS IN MY LIFE VERY WELL, AND SO I KIND OF GET IRRITATED AT IT. BUT I DO RECOGNIZE THE FACT THAT EVEN THOUGH I MAY BE OF THE LORD TOLD THAT I AM LED AROUND EASILY BY THINGS AND I'M INFLUENCED BY THINGS, AT LEAST I GET TO CHOOSE WHAT LEADS ME. HELLO, SOMEBODY? At least I get to choose what my shepherd is. At least I get to choose what pulls me and what guides me and what directs me. So I get to choose what leads me. And that's important because I need to stress to you that the shepherd that's guiding me when I choose Jesus, he is a good shepherd, amen? And even if I'm not in a good situation right now, he's still a good shepherd and he will guide me to a greater place. He is a good shepherd and I am going to trust in him. Also, we are spiritual people. Have you ever had someone tell you, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I'm not spiritual. Uh, That super annoys me. You know why? Because every emotion you have affects your spirit, right? And so if you're having an emotional moment, it's a spiritual moment. If you're angry, it affects your spirit. If you're sad, it affects your spirit. We're made up of, of tripart we're tripart being. Amen, Thessalonians 5. Body, soul, and spirit. So we know that spirit is talked about as heart in scriptures. Some of the translations we understand from the Psalms, they say they didn't understand that the brain was the thing that controlled the body. So they talked as the heart as it was the center of the brain or the thoughts of man. They, but that's even if that was the case, the, the scripture is divinely inspired by God. So I believe that if God wanted to, he would have talked about the brain and the mind. He would have told them to say that. But instead, he tells them to talk about or to, to surrender their hearts to God or the, the emotional center the spiritual part of their life, that their soul, their logic can sometimes counteract the spiritual man and that if we don't allow ourselves to be spiritually driven into things that God wants us to do, we will not experience all that God has for us because your mind can block with reason what God wants you to do in his will, amen? Sometimes God will have. God's will has risk in it and God's will may have some danger in it and your logical mind will say I'm not doing that I'm not I'm not gonna do that and I'm 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 logical I'm not spiritual but if you do that you miss out sometimes on the greatest purposes and the greatest will of God that he could lead you into you need to be spiritual people you need to not be afraid of that tear that rolls down your cheek when you feel the presence of Almighty God you need to not be afraid of the anger when the society comes for your children and you want to protect them. You need not be a person who stands back and says, I will not be led by the spiritual things of God. But also, you must not be led by your feelings. You must be led by the Word of God. There is a balance, brothers and sisters. You not only need to be a spiritual person, but you also need to have the Word of God in your life. We are spiritual sheep. Yes, we are. We can hear things, and we can be scared, and we can run, and we can be afraid, but we don't run very well. (laughs) We just don't. We need to run to the Word of God in order to run well. Amen? And when we do that, we put the word of God in our heart and we use the word of God as our weapon. Amen. Just like Jesus did in the wilderness. Jesus was led into the wilderness by the Spirit of God. I know she's up here. She's going to be patient. I, th- I thank you for your patience. She was Jesus was led into the Spirit by into the wilderness by the Spirit of God. When he got into the wilderness, what did he do? When he was tempted by the enemy, what did he do? He used the word of God. The word says, the word says he used the word of God. I'm, I'm a little bit leery by these super spiritual, spooky people that always pray for what parking lot they should park in and where they should do, go. To, Lord, give me the parking spot up front, and Lord, should I wear a blue tie, or should I, should I wear a, bla- a gray skirt, or please plan your week better than that. Oh. You have a brain on the top of your head. You can choose a color for your shirt without Jesus' help. Hello, somebody. We have free will. We're allowed to choose things. And yes, I choose a shepherd. And yes, I also choose where he leads me, I will go. And I choose that if it looks like I'm going into a wilderness, if the Spirit's leading me, I will have the word to fight whatever battle comes my way in that wilderness. Understand, we may be headed into a wilderness as Americans. I don't know what's coming next, and these aren't political statements, but I've got the word of God, and I've got Jesus in my life. And he's a good shepherd and he's leading me and guiding me. It is not my will, it's not my flesh, it's not my pride that's leading me. It's Jesus Christ that leads me. And though feelings will mislead you and lust will mislead you and things you desire with your eye will mislead you and things that say, look at me, the pride of life will mislead you. Jesus will never mislead you. He'll never mislead you. Feelings don't deserve all of you. Logic doesn't deserve all of you. And your body belongs to the Lord. He purchased it on the cross. Literally, the Bible says, we are not our own. Paul tells us so many times, we are the Lord's. Amen. I'm so thankful divinity is designing me. Sheep among wolves. He's a great shepherd. I set that up, right? He's a good shepherd. Why would a good shepherd send sheep among wolves? That seems rather rather irresponsible. Anybody here? What, what if God will use dangerous moments and dangerous places to do the greatest work he's ever done? He says in here, he says, the Lord is my shepherd. That's what David starts with. He said, I chose the shepherd. I shall not want. He's going to handle everything. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still what? He's gonna nourish me in places I'm afraid. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So I want to separate myself from the things that pull me around. I WANT TO SEPARATE MYSELF FROM ANYTHING THAT LOOKS LIKE THE PRIDE OF LIFE THAT'S leading ME ANYTHING THAT LOOKS LIKE A LUST OR DESIRE. AND I'M NOT JUST TALKING ABOUT MEN TO WOMEN, WOMEN TO WHATEVER. YOU KNOW HOW THIS WORLD IS NOWADAYS, THERE'S A LOT OF DIFFERENT KIND OF FLESHLY DESIRES. SOMEONE SAY AMEN TO THAT? And we're not just talking about sexual desires, eros, that kind of love. And I'm not talking about that as much as I'm talking about just desires for selfish things and promotion and what I am and who I am and all about me. And I don't serve and I don't do and I don't partake because it doesn't serve me. Everybody wants what they want. I'm talking about that. When I'm talking about this, I'm talking about the fact that people are being led around by all kinds of selfish desires. And when Jesus steps in, he does something that nobody else can do. He takes the rope off. Can you take that off? He takes the ropes of desires off of you and he doesn't lead you with something that's distant. He doesn't stand out and pull you. He takes you by the hand. And he says, I'm with you. And we found out this morning that his yoke is easy easy, and his burden is light, right? So he comes right alongside you sometimes. When you have struggle, when you have difficulty, he's right here. That's why I chose my wife to do this illustration. I'd be really uncomfortable with anybody else right now but he comes right beside you and he says I'm here. We're going to make it through this. We're going to do this together. Amen. One will put a thousand to flight Two, ten thousand. 10,000. We can do this. Yes. Yes. We can do it. And he's always leading you but he's leading you by the hand. Yes. And the reason why he's leading you by the hand is because whenever a distraction comes because you know the devil throws distractions, folks. Amen. When the distractions comes, he blocks it. Yes. He's standing out front blocking distractions. He said not that way. No, not no not not that career. No. Not that no not that situation. You're going THIS WAY. I KNOW IT LOOKS LIKE A HARDER ROAD, BUT I'LL HELP YOU. I'LL BE RIGHT WITH YOU. YOU WILL NOT STUMBLE. YOU CANNOT FALL. AND IF YOU FALL, I'LL HOLD YOU UP, BECAUSE I'VE GOT YOU. AMEN? that's the kind of leading that the Lord does he leads you because he is the Lord amen he is God almighty he is sovereign that's where I'm headed he is a sovereign Lord thank you very much sweetie I appreciate you the sheep are led into places where there are wolves and this is where I'm going and this is where I'll try to wrap up because we see David writing on in his passages of scripture that there is something beautiful about knowing he is our shepherd it allows David to write Psalms 24 that says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded upon the seas, established it upon the floods, and who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord but they that have clean hands and a pure heart, they that have not lifted up their eyes unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. I lost my place because I'm trying to quote it. Who is the King of glory? Amen. This is a generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah, or think about it. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting. Look what calling him your shepherd can do for you. This is Psalms 24, the next, very next chapter. He's saying, lift your head up, lift up your eyes, seek his face, do all of these things because he is my shepherd and my provider, amen. He says, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up. everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in who is this king of glory the lord strong the lord do we need a lord strong right now he is the leading lord he is the god of all gods he brings up kings and he puts them down he sets up governments and he tears them down he is the lord of all he is yahweh god almighty he came in a body he died for our sins and if he can handle Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. He's the Lord of heavenly hosts. He's the God of angel armies, amen? then when you flip over I don't even want to go into the history I don't have time of what's happening here in the Psalms but if you want to hear it come see me as a friend and I'll talk to you about it when you flip over to Psalms 34 off of the statement of the Lord is my Shepherd all of this comes as the leading of the Lord he said I will bless the Lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth my soul shall make her boast of in the Lord in other words I'm not boasting me my life my career my job my my successes my soul will only my mind will only boast in the Lord amen the humble shall hear thereof and be glad amen Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Make God big. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he's heard me. He delivered me from all my fears. Amen. Sounds like a savior. Sounds like a shepherd to me. How about you? A good shepherd. They looked unto him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. The poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Ah, sounds like a good shepherd to me. Sounds like the leading of the Lord to me. angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him. All of these amazing scriptures came from David saying, the Lord is my shepherd. I will not be led by everything I fell into. I'm going to get out and call on the Lord and take him by the hand. And everything that he can do is now going to be done in my life. Oh, fear the Lord, ye saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. That is the word of the Lord, brothers and sisters. This is forever settled in heaven. We're just trying to get it settled in the earth and in our hearts. Amen. Amen. We're using our faith to try to make it happen, but we don't have to just make it happen. We just have to believe in it, and God will make it happen. Come, ye children. He said, come to me like children. Hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desires life and loveth many days that he may see good? Who wants many days and who loves life? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. In other words, cut all the ropes off. Seek peace and pursue. the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ear are open unto the cry I wonder what it's like to walk with God in humbleness and in holiness and his holiness be applied to our life not our holiness our righteousness is filthy rags but his righteousness applied to our life allows us to be heard by God do you understand he not only purchased our ability to be heard but he also is the one who hears us oh man I love that verse What a man is he that he desires life. Keep thy tongue. Do all these things. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. His ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil. To cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. Thank God. THANK GOD HE COMES TO THE BROKEN-HEARTED AND SAVETH SUCH AS BE OF A CONTRITE SPIRIT. MANY ARE THE AFFLICTIONS OF THE RIGHTEOUS." WAIT, 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 WAIT. MANY ARE THE AFFLICTIONS OF THE RIGHTEOUS? I DON'T LIKE THAT. DO YOU LIKE THAT? ANYBODY LIKE THAT? ALL RIGHT. GO BUILD A CHURCH OFF THAT. HEY, COME ON IN ON SUNDAY. YEAH, WE'RE GONNA SEND YOUR KIDS OFF SO YOU GET A BREAK. BUT GUESS WHAT, WE'RE ALL GONNA BE AFFLICTED. YEAH. You get your t-shirt in the lobby, just says afflicted right on there. Go on out and celebrate win people to Jesus. Tell them you're going to come and be persecuted. All right. God bless you. Have a good week. <laughs> Nobody's selling that. Nobody can sell that. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but we can't sell the next part, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. <laughs> you're going to go through it, but you're not going to go through it alone, amen? He's going to help you. Would you stand with me as we celebrate the Lord in this house? God is so good to us to be a good shepherd. He's leading and he is our Lord. He keepeth all the bones. Not one is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked and they that hate righteousness shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servant. There are some things that have to be redeemed. There are some things that have to be found. If you lose it, You can find it. If it's broken, it has to be redeemed. And none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Anybody put their trust in the Lord today? Anybody want to say, Lord, you're my shepherd. I shall not want. Would you lift your hands with me right now? If you want to do what, what I call just a release to God, just a surrender to the Lord, would you do that right now? There's some things maybe in your life you've been struggling with and maybe you feel like, you've been sent out as a sheep among wolves but i promise you that he is a god who delivers from all things amen and so as we begin to pray right now in this moment we just take a time with the lord to let the word of god set into our hearts and i pray over everyone here would you bow your heads for a blessing jesus would you bless them for a thousand generations but would you help us to realize that your blessings do not come without affliction sometimes that we're going to have to walk through some things and we're going to have to go through some struggles at times and we're even going to question why is this even necessary for me, Jesus. But if we just keep our faith in the good shepherd, we know that you're going to bring us through it. You're going to bring us out. Lord, I, I like to think that I know and I can and I can analyze and I can look ahead, but there's nothing coming my way that you haven't already approved and there's nothing coming my way that's outside your will. So if you have to lead me among wolves, I trust your sovereign will. I trust in who you are. You're the God who can take Satan's strategy in killing the Son of God and release it to save sinners. You're the God who's even control, in control of my enemies. And because you're in control of my enemies, I lay a table out today for somebody to partake of something beautiful that they wouldn't have unless they were in a battle, that they wouldn't have. There's a nourishment, a special nourishment in this house to a soul that's in need of rest. Would you lift your hands to the Lord if you want to do that? And would you surrender? This is the universal sign of surrendering. I surrender all, Lord. They're going to begin singing as they do. We're going to do a moment of surrender. We do open our altars here. We do let people come and pray. There would be, we would be remiss not to let someone respond, whether they want to kneel or stand or lift their hands. Maybe you feel comfortable if you don't have a child in your hands, or maybe you want to bring your child to the altar. This altar's open and you can lift your hands and just surrender here. It's just a stepping out and saying, God, I surrender. This is my life. This is what I have to give, and I'm giving it back to you. I release myself to your will. Whether it's a good road, whether it's a rough road, whether it's difficult, whether there's more than I can bear and I have to lean on you a lot I still surrender go ahead and bring the lights down in this room we're going to make it a prayer room right now and we're going to sing we're going to sing, let's take a moment with the Lord right now what happens next is up to you, would you surrender to the Lord and He will save your soul
1: just wanna be with you. I just wanna be with you. King of glory, fill this place. I just wanna be with you. just wanna. Just wanna be with you.